Praise God. I want to welcome everyone tonight, all of our guests. If you're a guest tonight, we welcome you. So glad to have you in service with us tonight. Those of you that are joining us online somewhere, we welcome you as a part of this service. Pray that you are blessed by it tonight as well. Amen. Uh, We are so thankful to have back with us this weekend, I think the third time now, if I'm not mistaken, Brother Ennis Fuller to to be here to minister to us. He's been here twice and both times before he came with a very clear word from God for us. I was not able to be here in Arnold this morning, but I listened, I watched, I, I listened as I drove. I didn't watch, I listened on Facebook to the message here this morning. And so if you were not here, I would encourage you to listen to that message, the word from the Lord that was preached here this morning. I know that you would be blessed by it. It's also great to have his eldest daughter, Destiny, with him this weekend. It's great to have her in Maryland. We welcome her. We're so happy she's finally been able to experience God's country and poor Texas folks, you know, just surviving down there. But it's good to have her this weekend. If you're not standing and you're able to stand in honor of the man of God as he gets ready to come, I am thankful for the connection that God has made with Brother Fuller and Antioch. And uh, over the last several years, he's become a great friend of mine. And uh, I am thankful for the privilege of being around people that are real. I think we need to remind ourselves every now and then that to have a hypocrite or a fake, you have to have a real. You, you can't have an imitation of something if there's no real of that. And so we tend to get caught up in the fakes and ignore the real. But I'm thankful that God has blessed me and blessed, I'm sure, many of you in many ways to be able to know some real men and women of God that don't just pretend, but they're genuine. And Brother Fuller is one of those men. And so, again, it's a great pleasure to have him back at Antioch. Brother Fuller, come, take your liberty, say, do whatever the Holy Ghost wants tonight because that's what we want in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord right now. Jesus. Amen. I appreciate the presence of God first and foremost that is in this house. Amen. Such a great move of the Holy Ghost. And I do give honor to brother and sister David Wright. They're very, very close friends. Amen. I appreciate his realness. Amen. I know he said a lot about me, but I can say a lot about him. He's real. He's a friend. Amen. He's a friend that reaches out, and I appreciate that friendship. Amen. I appreciate what they are doing at Antioch. Amen. I want the hand of God to continue to lift this church up. 
drive you to revival, drive you to the depths of the desire of the Holy Ghost. And I know that you have leaders to do that. Amen. I feel it in their heart. I give honor to Bishop and Mother Wright. I know they're not here. We love them. We appreciate them. And we thank God. Amen. For Bishop. Amen. I, I want to also give honor to the leadership of this church. I'm just saying I, I appreciate them, appreciate everything you have going on. And I know that the Spirit of God is going to bless you. If you have your Bibles with me and would turn to Matthew chapter 25, I'm going to read one verse of Scripture, Matthew chapter 25. And reading from verse 8. Matthew chapter 25 and verse 8. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. I want to preach tonight about the need of the fire. The need of the fire. Can you close your eyes and lift your hands right now to the Lord? Father, we honor you for what you are doing in the house of the Lord. We thank you for the glory of God that is here right now to touch our hearts, to burn the encrustation away from us. I pray right now that the loosening of the word of God would go forth into this house and to give every heart the desire to touch you, to be close to you, to hear from you tonight, to be moved by the presence of God. Father, we honor you right now and we bless you. Hallelujah, God. Come on, let's just cry out to him for a moment. I want you to cry out. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost touch us right now. Come on, just... Just linger for a moment. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. Call it down right now. In the name of Jesus, we call unto you right now, God. We praise you, Father. We praise you, Father. We praise you right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Clap your hands unto the Lord as you are seated. We need the fire of God. One translation says of Matthew 25 and 8, it says, give us of your oil for our flame is dying. Give us of your oil for our flame is is dying. We stand today in a world where the flame of religion is dying. The true is going to be separated from the false. Dying flames, flames that used to burn so bright, are now dying. Once ignited by the power of the Holy Ghost, their countenance no longer shines among us like it used to. And may I say tonight that we need a fire of revival from the Holy Ghost. 
to get a hold of us. That we go beyond the emotion. That we tap into the power of God like we never have before. We need the fire of God in this service. We need to go beyond the shallowness of just reaching out our hands and saying, Lord, we believe. But before we leave here tonight, I feel in the Holy Ghost that God wants a fresh fire to fall upon us and to baptize every one of us with his spirit afresh and anew. And when we walk out of this house, we have such a revelation that the spirit of God is burning in my life and it's not going to let me go. The fire of God is very important to us. What is the fire of God? It is a symbol of the deity of God. That's why the writer said in Hebrews 12 and 29, For our God is a consuming fire. It's not a flicker in the night, honey. It's not a one Sunday touch and it's gone. My God is a consuming fire. That's why a little bit of Sunday night does the most people good. But I learned I need God on a Monday morning just like I need him on a Sunday night. I need the consuming fire of the Holy Ghost to get around me and to dance in my life and to lift me up every day of my life. It's a sign of his deity. That's why in Malachi he said, For he is like a refiner's fire and like a fuller's soap. And he shall sit as a refiner of the and purifier of silver. But Isaiah takes it further and says that he is the spirit of burning. While one writer said he's like a refiner's fire and he sits there. Another writer said, Well, when I look into it I see him as a burning fire I want the burning of the Holy Ghost to get back into the church to where God lights us up and sets us on fire that we can go into this world come on I feel a revival in Antioch but somebody's got to make up their mind I'm going to let the spirit of burning get a hold of my soul a hold of my life a hold in my spirit he's going to change me he's going to walk with me he's going to give me the direction I need in my life no wonder when John the Baptist come on the scene that he said speaking of Jesus he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire because John knew that when Jesus baptized his people with his spirit he would baptize them with his deity that 
the deity of God would begin to touch humanity and begin to pull us out of the quagmire of sin and lift us into the glory of the almighty God. I'm not going to listen to the cheap imitation of hell tonight. It tells the church to sit back and do nothing about the world that's going to hell. But I've come to tell the church it's time for you to make up your mind. I'm going to let the spirit of the burning of the Holy Ghost get a hold of me. I'm not going to go out in the house of God. My flame is not going to die. Lord, baptize us with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Let it get a hold of our soul tonight that we walk out of this house changed by the glory of God. A lot of folk just happy that they were baptized at one time in their life by the Holy Ghost. But I'm telling you right now, we need the fire to continually to burn in our lives. There needs to be a depth about you that you know the deity of God is walking with you and talking with you and ministering to you. And when hell comes along, it cannot stand against you because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying when you got the fire of the Holy Ghost in your life, you've got the backing of the deity of God. And when the deity of God is standing with you, hell cannot absorb what you're about to do in your world. Somebody shout unto the Lord. Come on, somebody lift their voices. Somebody say, baptize me with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Somebody lift up their voice and say, when I walk out of the house of God, I'm walking out afresh and anew in the Holy Ghost and with fire. Stay with me. We need the deity of God among us again. We need more than a shallow shout. And walk out of the house of God saying we had good church. Tired of hearing people say we had good church. I'm ready to hear somebody say we had a move of the fire of the Holy Ghost. And it changed my life. One of my dearest friends used to tell me before I'd go to his pulpit, he'd say, Ennis, let's just have good church. Come to find out, been in an eight-year adulterous relationship. Good church don't work for you. You've got to have the fire of the Holy Ghost to get a hold of your life. You've got to have the fire of God to walk with you every day. You've got to have a relationship to where you walk out and say, Lord, I feel the burning of your spirit. I feel the depths of your power in my life. It's more than just something good. It's what I crave and what I desire in my life. Then the thing about the fire of God was this. It proved acceptance and approval by God. And when they offered a sacrifice unto the Lord, the only way that they knew that God approved of it was he showed up with fire. 
That's how they knew it in the Old Testament. Them old men would take and offer them sacrifices. And God would show up in fire. And they knew God has accepted our sacrifice. And God has approved us. The Bible tells us in Leviticus 9 and 2. Unto Aaron take thee a young calf for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. Without blemish and offer them before the Lord. But verse 4, for today the Lord will appear unto you. He said, I want you to offer a sacrifice. But today, God is fixing to appear before you. Then in verse 23, after they had offered the sacrifice, Moses and Aaron went into the congregation or the tabernacle of the congregation. And when they come out and bless the people, the Bible said the glory of the Lord appeared unto the people. And there came out a fire from out before the Lord. And it consumed upon the altar the burnt offering and the fat. And when all the people saw it, they shouted and they fell upon their faces. You want to know something that would drive us to revival? If God just started walking among our sacrifice. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. In Genesis, when Abraham took of that sacrifice, he split them five animals and laid them on each side. And here come the Lord as a burning lamp and began to walk between the sacrifice. The fire of God began to walk between the sacrifice. And God began to speak unto Abraham. What was it? It was a sign of the approval and the acceptance of God. I've come to tell somebody we need to be transformed by the power of God that there is a sign of the acceptance of God in our lives outwardly we need to know God you're walking with me you're walking through my life you're moving about me that's why in Zechariah he said for the Lord saith I will be unto Jerusalem a wall of fire round about her and I will be the glory in the midst of her God wants to be the fire of your life you ain't got to put on a show or a fake or try to make somebody think that you're a child of God what you need tonight is a baptism of the fire of the Holy Ghost to get a hold of your life and when God gets a hold of you revival will be a byword because the world's going to say I want what you got I see a sign of the acceptance of the Lord I see something in your life that is beyond the normal of our day I want you to think with me right now because when the Lord led the children of Israel he was a fire by night and that fire led them but the thing that grabs my attention is the fire was a light unto Israel 
But on the other side, it was a darkness unto Egypt or to the world. You want God to get a hold of your life? You pray that he shows up in the fire of his spirit. And he'll light you up. He'll give you direction. He'll encourage you when nobody else will. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. I've come to preach to somebody. Quit sitting around saying nobody's here to help me. I don't have a man to put me in the water. But get in your prayer life and say, God, light me up in the Holy Ghost. And you'll be a fire for my direction and for my path and for my instruction. You'll lead me where I need to go. We need it in the house of God. We need God to show up. Because the only fire that some churches have is the fire of the past. The fire of the yesterday. No fire in the pulpit no more. No fire in the choir. No fire in the praise team. No fire in the pew. No fire going out for revival and evangelism. But let me tell Antioch, it's time to turn up the fire. Don't let your flame start dying. Don't let your flame begin to go out. Don't sit back and criticize and say, well, I don't agree with pastor on this. And why don't you just try to agree and make up your mind. I'm going to turn up the flame. I'm going to turn on the fire. I don't want fire in the kitchen. I want fire in the pew. I want fire in the platform. I want the fire in the pulpit. Come on somebody. Make up your mind. We got to have the fire of the Holy Ghost. We've got to have the power of the Lord. I feel a move in this house. I feel a flame in this house. It's more than a flicker. It's more than a feel good. It's more than a bass song. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. And it's come to touch us and ignite us in the flames of revival. Oh, clap your hands unto the Lord. Come on, clap your hands unto the Lord. If the programs ain't got the fire, put the programs out. If your opinion ain't got the fire of the Holy Ghost, leave your opinion at the door. It's time for somebody to walk into the house of God and say, I don't need a pat on the back. I need a fire from heaven. I need you to turn up the flame, God. I need you to light the flame in my life. I'm not going to let it die. I'm not going to let it go out. Come on, help me, somebody. We need a miracle tonight. A miracle ain't going to come by accident. A miracle's going to come when the fire of the Holy Ghost begins to burn in the house of God. Come on. I feel illness being burnt out. I feel diseases being burnt out. I feel cancer being burnt out. I've got a fire of the Holy Ghost. Somebody needs to hear me. Let the fire begin to burn in your life tonight. All over the building, lift your hands unto the Lord.
Come on, that's it. Let it light up. Let it light up in this place. Come on, let it light up. Woo! I feel it. It's happening right now. Come on. Come on. When worship becomes mechanical, we need to light up the fire. When worship becomes a byproduct, we need to turn up the heat. I'm telling somebody, when your prayer life begins to dim, why don't you turn up the heat and say, Lord, let the fire of the Holy Ghost get a hold of me again. We need the fire. We need the fire in this place right now. Paul said to Timothy, I got to preach a moment. Paul said to Timothy, he said, wherein I put, or in Timothy, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God. One translation says, to rekindle the fire that is within thee. Preaching to somebody right now. You've got the Holy Ghost, but you need to crank up the fire that's been in your life. You need to turn up the flame that started to simmer out. That enemy's looking at you saying, I told you, you wouldn't going to last in the house of God. But thank God for a man of the Lord. It will walk through this house tonight and tell you, honey, it's time for you to turn up the propane in your life and say, God, light me up on fire with the Holy Ghost. Rekindle the flame in my life. Pastor, Pastor Wright, will you pray? Will you lay hands? Will you stir up the fire in my life? I'm telling somebody, don't sit back and let hell put out your fire. You need to step forward and say, I I will let the fire burn. I will let the Holy Ghost get a hold of me tonight. I'm going to do it. Come on, I'm going to do it. I'm going to turn it up. I'm going to let the fire burn. And it's going to get so hot in this house tonight that there's nothing going to hold me back from the presence of the Holy Ghost. I heard some things and I went and looked it up for myself because I wanted to know. And they began, they, they were talking about the fires of California whenever all of the fires were burning. And somebody made a statement and they talked about control burning. They were saying the problem with our forest is that they're doing too much control burning. I thought, my God, that sounds kind of familiar. 
Too much control burning in the house of God. I'm going to preach to you, Antioch, because you have one of the greatest revivals awaiting in this city. It's been planted for a long time. But the Word of God is, He's waiting for the fire to burn away the incrustation. They, they, I, I began to look it up. You can, you can research it about the redwoods in California, the sequoias. And I began to read about the burn plots and they did a study. And they had three burn plots and then they went from a light burn to a heavy burn. They let the burn number three, it burnt the brightest. It was the hottest. And then they did a control burn. And they, they began to realize something from this. And as they began to research it, they found that whenever they did the light burn, the light burn just, it, 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 it broke loose the seedlings of the deer brush. And it did not break loose the encrustation of the redwood tree. And as they began to study this, they looked at the control burn and it did the same thing. It never got hot. But the fire that they let burn and burn was like the fire whenever the lightning was striking the forest. They compared this because in the days of old, they noticed how much redwoods would grow in the forest. But today there's very few. And they began to find out when the fire burnt the hottest, it broke the encrustation that was around the redwood seed. But because of the control burn, the encrustation was not breaking away from the seed. And so brush was growing up instead of the giant redwoods. But whenever they began to look at, whenever they looked at that, that, that burn number three that got so hot, they said there was more than 40,000 sequoia seedlings per acre that was found in the one that was burning the hottest. But the one that burnt the lightest, there was only 75 sequoia seedlings that was found in the acre. But the rest of it, there was 65,000 and deer brush that began to burn out burnt to begin to grow out but whenever they begin to burn it the hottest 40,000 per acre redwoods or sequoias begin to grow but there was very limited brush that was growing in the forest what are you saying tonight I'm saying that whenever they begin to put the park rangers within the parks to control the burn they limited the growth of the redwood what's happened in the house of God is there's a lot of park rangers that want to put out the fire and they're measuring the intensity but I've come to tell somebody you got to get back in your prayer closet and you got to begin to pray like you used to pray you got to break loose the incrustation that the world is trying to put around you you see they come up with instruments. And their new instruments measured the lightning. 
And whenever lightning struck, their instrument said, go there because the fire is starting. And they went and they began to put out the fire. No wonder the enemy is trying to tell you we got to calm down to win the world. We got to calm down our worship to win the world. We got to quit praying to the Holy Ghost. Them people don't want to hear you speaking tongues and praying the Holy Ghost like that. What do they want to hear? They're tired of the encrustation of this world. I've come to preach to the church. You've got to let God be a consuming fire. You've got to let God be a consuming fire. Will somebody help this preacher right now? And will somebody say, God, I'm going to let the fire begin to burn in my life and burn in my spirit. That old wise prophet, he said it right. He said, where there is no wood, then the fire goeth out. Where there is no wood, the fire goeth out. Where there is no wood, the fire goeth out. Read it in Proverbs 26 and 20. Where there is no wood, the fire goeth out. Where there is no wood, the fire goes out. Well, Pastor Wright, why ain't God showing up in my life? Where there's no wood, your fire is going to die out. Where there's no fire burning, there's no wood, there's no seed being planted. I've come to preach to somebody. Quit blaming your problems on everybody else and get a fire burning in your life. Get a fire burning in your spirit. Lord, here's my wood. Here's my Bible reading. Here's my prayer life. Here's my worship. Here's my soul winning. Here's my Bible studies. I'm putting some wood on the fire. Everybody stand with me right now. Here's the problem with the church. They have ceramic wood. And they put ceramic wood in the fireplace. I was building my house for the riding. My builder said, what do you want to do about your fireplace? I said, I want one of them old fireplaces. I want one that I can put a big log on. He said, you don't want one of the new kind? I said, no. I want to smell the wood burning. I don't want a new church. I don't want a new gospel. I want the old stuff where the fire is still burning. Help me somebody. You need to start praying in the Holy Ghost right now. Because some of you have replaced your walk with God with a bunch of ceramic wood. And you're wondering why miracles ain't happening in your life. Why don't you put an old log back on the fire and say, God, I'm inviting you right now to burn in my life in the power of the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were in one place, in one mind, in 
one accord and suddenly there came a sound from heaven like as a rushing mighty wind come on we know what it was the fire began to set upon each of them somebody needs to let the fire begin to burn within you again Come on. I want you to come. Come right now. There's some in this place. You need to come to this altar. And you need to put some wood on your life. And you need to put some wood on your relationship. And you need to burn it. Come on right now. God told me before service. I'm going to walk through the house tonight. And I will be a burning fire. And I will touch those that won't touch. And I will pass the others by. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost right now. Please hear me. God is reaching for somebody. Who says I want to be consumed with your presence God. Come on Antioch. I know what you are. I know what you've got. You've got the power of God. But you cannot replace what has been implemented in you. You've got to hold on to the mind of God. The fire of God. The spirit of the Lord. The burning. The Holy Ghost. Come on all over this building. I'm praying nobody's looking around. I pray nobody's looking around. Come on. Come on, somebody right now. I don't want no gazers. I don't want nobody staring at one another. I want somebody praying. Come on. I don't want no park rangers in the house tonight. I want somebody to say, God, I need a move of the Holy Ghost. I need a fire of your spirit to rise within me tonight. Oh, no, 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 I'm calling you, sir. Come on. Come on. Come on right now. Don't stop. Move it. It's moving right now. It's moving right now. It's moving right now. Oh, there's a fire. There's a redwood growing. There's a seedling breaking loose. Somebody get the Holy Ghost. Somebody praying through. It may be in your living room right now. Over the internet. But something's happening right here. Right now in this house. There's a move of God. It's unprecedented. Come on, push. Come on, church. I need you. You got to push. I know it's been a long day. But come on. Push just a little bit. Burn that wood for a little bit longer. Because there's a consuming of the Spirit of God. It's moving in the house. There's a consuming of the presence of God. All over, come on. I see it. I see the glow of the presence of God. It's sweeping through here right now. Come on, let it flow. Let it flow right now. 
Come on, let it flow right now. Come on, let it flow. Come on, somebody talk in the Holy Ghost. Let the Spirit of God flow. This is for you right now. Come on, this is for you. This is for you. Here it comes. It's here. He's walking in the midst of us. There's a glow of the Holy Ghost. Come on, the glory of God is in this house. Come on, Abraham. Come on, Abraham. Lay that sacrifice out and let the lamp of God burn bright in this house right now. Woo! Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I want you to pray like it's the last time you ever had to pray. I want you to pray with the urgency. Come on. Hell don't like what I'm doing tonight. But I'm telling you, this city is fixing to be set on fire with the angels of God. Ah, There's seedlings that's being broke out in the house of God tonight. Holy, holy, holy God. Come on, pray one for another. I want you to stir up the ember, the flame of the Spirit. Come on. Come on. Stir it up. That seedling's being broke loose. That soul that wondered, will I make it? You're being broke forth tonight in the glory of God. Yes, Jesus. Come on, pray one for another all through this house. Pray.
Come on, let it flow. Let the fire burn. Let the fire burn. Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Come on, I want you to pray more. Come on, don't stop. Reach over and pray one for another. Come on, we got to burn this. We've got to burn this in tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord. Come on, pray one for another. Come on, if you ain't praying for yourself, pray for somebody. Join with somebody. Pray. Pray, pray, pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Telling you I felt such an urgency this evening. Come on, after Sunday morning service this morning, there was an urgency in my spirit. God said it's time to let my fire burn within the church. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, pray it. God set his own fire. Set his own flames of revival. Come on, Jesus. Be the fire of our life right now. Set a 